Hey there, Starlene Stringer here. And other than being on radio and TV, we're probably a lot alike. We're all trying to get through this thing we call life while making a positive difference. And for me, focusing on faith, family, and friends makes each day a little brighter. I've got my husband, Ray, my bonus babies who are grown, Rachel and Trey, and our youngest daughter, Reagan. My mom's in memory care and I check in on her too. Yep, I juggle a lot. We all do. And now we can do it together. Welcome to My Sandwich Mom Life. Hi, this is Reagan. This is my mom's podcast, so she's probably going to talk about me. But welcome to the show. (laughs) Hey there, I hope you're doing well. I am. I mean, we all have our ups and downs though, right? And something happened recently in my life that really was painful. It hurt me. It hurt my husband, and it hurt my daughter, which made the pain that my husband and I both felt worse. It was the loss of a pet. And sadly, it was the loss of a new pet. My daughter, Reagan, has waited 10 years to get her first dog ever. We were so excited to have little Minnie in our life. Minnie, M-I-N-I-E-E. We had to make sure we had two E's at Reagan's request. Well, we did. We finally got the dog. We were going to get a multi-poo. Ended up finding a breeder who was selling a, what was it called? A beach-a-poo. Half Bichon and a half poodle. Both of us have allergies, Reagan and I, that are really bad. So we had to get a dog that was hyperallergenic and didn't shed in hopes of not having to sniff and sneeze forever and ever. And we found one. And we fell in love with her. Such a sweet dog. Oh my goodness, we knew right away, this is the dog for us. So we got little Minnie, and we took Minnie home, and we got her, you know, all the fun stuff you get, the cage, the bowl, the the clothes, we hadn't put any of that on her yet, the food we were told to get, and the treats we were told, and the potty pads, and all that good stuff. She's itty-bitty, Minnie fit her name. Just two pounds, in fact, is what Minnie weighed. And she was only expected to grow to be about eight to 10 pounds, I believe. So I thought, oh, a little dog, but, you know, little indeed. We even bought a little gate so Minnie wouldn't try to go up the stairs or come back down them because we wanted to protect Minnie and keep her safe. She was our new baby. We were looking forward to a long life. Now, in the past, I had a little Yorkie named Pippi, and I had Pippi in my life for 17 years. I know that's a super long time to have a dog. Pippi was with me through my ups and my downs and you name it. And Reagan got to spend a little bit of time with Pippi in her life before Pippi passed. But Minnie was hers, her very own dog. The only animals that she'd had prior to that were like, not really like animals, they were fish. My husband said, we're not doing animals, no dogs, no cats. And he's like, well, I'll buy you fish. And I think he's bought every single fish in the store they had in our tiny town because he would get fish, bring them home. And you know what happens. One would start turning sideways, flip over and was gone. I can't tell you how many fish funerals we've had over the years, but it was too many. I can't tell you how many bad experiences we had as far as learning which fish don't go in the same tank. But it was a lot. I can't tell you how many weeks we spent getting all the stuff to try to make the water perfect and right. And it was not for a very long time. But we finally did perfect the fish thing or so we thought. But you know what? After a while, we said, this is not for us. We are not harming any more fish in our home. 
we are going to leave it alone. And we did for years. And then finally, when she hit that monumental 10 years old, we were like, I think it's the time. I think it's the time. In fact, I will tell you, my daughter's into acting and singing and all that good stuff. And she had a really, 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 really big audition. And she did amazing. And there were hundreds, like literally, of kids auditioning for this. And she made it down to the final four. They took the final two. And with that heartbreak and pain, we thought we were going to do this anyway. We just moved. We, we delayed a little bit. But now's the time to present her with the opportunity to go pick out her puppy. So we did. That was on a Saturday. And things were great Saturday and Sunday and Monday. Well, I say great, but you know the regular puppy stuff. So we had, you know, the, the learning to use the potty pads, which Minnie did so fast. She was amazing, smartest dog ever. Then we were like, okay, this is going so great. We're going to do the whole uh, cage training and try to do the nighttime sleeping in, in her little pink cage. And Minnie did great at that too. Yeah, she cried a little bit. And yes, I gave in. I went and hung out with her and stayed by the cage. And when I did, she stopped crying and we just hung out together. We bonded. We became besties because I'm used to getting up in the middle of the night. I do morning radio. So I was fine. Rest of the family snoring and having a good night's sleep. Minnie and I had a good night's sleep together after a little playtime at 1 a.m. But we got through those days too. So then it was Tuesday and Wednesday, Minnie started to act a little strange, almost like she was gagging, like, <clears throat> and then she'd be fine. It was mainly like at food time, like water and food. And then I started thinking, well, maybe we're giving her too much because I just left it out. And some people said, you don't leave it out. You take it away. So I started to question, you know, what we were doing. Was everything okay? So we saw that on Wednesday. And then by Wednesday night, it seemed to have gotten worse. So we took her to a 24-hour animal hospital we'd seen near our home. Oh, my goodness. Test after test, bill after bill. I mean, the first thing they say is, do you want us to resuscitate if needed? And I'm like, what? Like, do not resuscitate or resuscitate. They had the band to put on her. And I'm like, this is like going to a, a human hospital, but it's for pets. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot. We were just noticing like hiccups or something going on, but um, yeah, okay. Then they start bringing in invoices telling you well, what it's going to cost. Well, this test is going to cost this, and this is going to cost this, and this one makes it $400. And if we do this, because we didn't find whatever, you know, this was, we're going to charge you $800. And we really think she needs an IV. And if we bring her in here, we're going to have to put her in the pet hospital. And this is going to cost you $2,000. And I'm just going, oh my goodness. This is money we don't have and didn't plan for and had no idea to expect. It's like having a baby. When things go wrong, you just, you end up paying and, and you pay not just financially with money and monetarily, but you're paying with emotions and distress. And so I'm like, well, let's just try this test first. And my daughter's with me and my 10 year old's going, try it all mommy. And I'm like, wait, slow down. Mommy can't afford to try it all. And then she's like, are we poor? Are we broke? And I was like, it's not about being poor or being broke. It's about being reasonable. It's about not becoming broke. It's because we have to be wise. And yes, I want to make sure Minnie gets the best care. But I'm also going to be careful with what we say yes to right away. And to be honest with you, I'd never name the place. But I felt like it was a, a game like, 
Here, pick a paper. You want to pay 400? You want to pay 800? You like to pay 1200? Do you really care about your dog? And I was just like, what is going on? I felt like I was at a flea market and they were like, pick one, pick the price you want to do. And don't get mad and say she's talking about flea markets because I grew up in flea market life. My mom had a shop for like 30 years of my life at different flea markets and shows. So I love everybody at the markets. I'm just saying how it felt. It was a let's make a deal moment. So we did testing and then they said, okay, we can give her the IV in the back of her neck and made a little bubble. We did, you know, the few hundred dollars and we went home with Minnie. She was good through the night. But my husband took her to work the next day and called me at work because I had gone before him and he said, hey, she's starting to look really, really bad. It seems that she's feeling much worse. We need to get her into another hospital or a vet. Now, mind you, my husband never wanted a dog to begin with. He kept saying, I'm not getting a dog. I'm not getting a dog. I don't want a dog. But guess who the first person is who fell in love with Minnie? My husband. They were BFFs. Like I just said, he took the dog to work with him, which speaks volumes for a man who said, I don't want a dog ever. They were chilling at work. He'd got a little couch in there. Minnie's all set up, having a great time in his studio. And he says, you should come get her. We've got to meet. We need to go to a doctor. We need to go. He's like, SPCA, who do you call? So I did. I called the SPCA and the SPCA, you know, informed me that that's not what they do. They don't take like the sick dogs. We need to go to a vet. So I remembered the vet that I had long ago when my pippy was around. And I'm like, that was a good vet. We felt like they gave great care. They really helped us and, and talked us through everything we were doing each and every time, whether it was a regular visit or when she was sick or in need. So I said, hey, I'm calling the vet. I know. And I did. And they were like, well, but they said, what's going on? I told them, they said, bring her in. We will make room for her. Give us two hours. Bring her on in. So I did. It was shortly after lunch on a Friday. I took Minnie in about 1.15, I believe. And we went in and she just looked like she just did not want to move. She was just laid out. Like, you know how babies sleep on their back and their arms are up and their feet are down. She was like that, but flipped over. She would just lay on her belly and I would hold her like a little baby on my chest and wrap her in blankets and Like I said, this dog had so much love and so little time. We were like, oh my goodness, let's get this baby cared for. And because of Parvo, I believe they said it's called, which she had been tested for the night before at the emergency clinic, we had to stay in the car and she had to be Parvo tested again. And there were other tests they did from the car. And once she passed that and was clear, it was not going to harm any other animals they felt. We were able to go inside for a doctor's visit. And we did. And we went inside and they told us, yes, she's very sick. And it took a long time for all the testing and the results and all that stuff. And mind you, it's close to school pickup time. And the last, you know, time you can get there is four. So I started at one and by four, they're saying, we're sorry to tell you this. And I remember her exact words. Question is, do you want a dog or do you want this dog? Well, we now wanted this dog because... I fell in love with her. My husband fell in love with her. My daughter, who the dog belonged to, it was her baby, fell in love with Minnie too. And remember, she's at school. So they're telling me this. And the vet said, I I hate to throw this out there, but I have to tell you, euthanization, and my heart just went, no, 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 is one option. The other option is putting her in a 24-hour animal hospital for up to a week, We could also keep her here overnight, but it's going into the weekend and this bed office is not open and we could come back and she could be gone. And I'm like, what? 
We'd only had our dog for a week, a little less than a day, less than a week. And I'm trying to get all this in my brain and also mom life thinking I've got to go to school pickup. And now I've got two babies, my dog, Minnie and Reagan, my daughter, who's waiting and hoping Minnie's in the car when I pick her up because she loves her so much. Yep. We even had the little doggy car seat and Minnie liked to travel over those few days we had her. So I I had to make a decision and I said, oh, I I don't want to euthanize her. And they said, she's in pain. We've got to do something so we can keep her here and try treatment. And that's going to cost you. And it was already in the thousands for those three days, but no guarantee that she'll be here. And they said, if you do nothing, she won't make it through the night. Or we can send her to the 24 hour hospital and that's going to be several thousands. And again, she may not make it at all. And we don't quite know what's wrong. So I said, I only have a few minutes to get to school pickup. Can I take her and think about it, pray about it, talk to my husband about it, talk to my daughter about it because it's her puppy dog. And they said, yes, ma'am, you can. And they had warm towels. They wrapped her in the warm towels. We put the blanket over her and I, I took her and it was like hugging a little baby doll as I left out. And they said, but we need you to come back by 430. And I said, oh, okay. It's just down the street. I'll rush back. And the reason they said 430 is because they gave me another option. They said, there's a doctor here who says he will cover the cost and do all he can to save little Minnie, but you'll have to surrender her. I had never heard of such surrender your dog. Yeah, that's a thing. They said, if you are willing to surrender her and sign the paperwork saying you surrender her to our care, then we will take care of Minnie, but there are rules. You will not be able to ask about her. You will not be able to contact us about her. Um, If you came here, everyone would pretend like they have no idea who she is. And I'm like, what? So those were my options I left with. I went and picked up my daughter. She came running out of school looking for Minnie and she grabbed a little basket that she sits in and she put her in her lap and said, hi, Minnie. And I said, hey, baby girl. And she's like, what? And I go, Minnie's not doing good. And Reagan's eyes just filled with tears. And they started to roll down her face. And I said, we have to go back to the vet. Mommy just left from there. And she said, what's wrong with her? Did they figure out what's wrong with her? And I said, no, Mama, they did not. They did not find out what's wrong with her yet. They're still trying to figure it out. But they did say, and then I paused and said, let's call daddy. I got my husband on the phone. We're driving down the road. And I'm trying to rush back to meet the time that they requested. And I said, I'm driving that way, but I want you to know, and daddy wants you to know what their options are, what they said. And you could tell my husband had been tearful and me and Reagan and Reagan's bawling. So we've got three people crying and this little dog who's clinging to life. She looked pale. Her hair, I kid you not, she was a golden brown, had turned like a white brown, like almost turning gray, like had aged in just a matter of hours, not even days, because she was fine just a few days before, remember? Well. We're sitting there and we're, we're in the car. I'm driving. And I said, they give us these options. They said, if we take her home, there's a good chance she will not make it through the night. My daughter cries louder. My husband is just quiet and calm, but I know he's there listening. And then I said, the other option they said is to, to let them take her life. And she's like, what? 
And my husband jumps in and says, that's not what they said. They said euthanize and it's a little bit different. I go, it ends with the same thing. And, you know, sometimes we have to agree to disagree. And he said, okay, so that was that. And then we said, but there's a third option. The third option, Reagan, is to surrender Minnie. And that means they're going to do everything they can to save her life. Things we cannot afford at this time. A doctor says he wants to do everything in his power to save little Minnie, but we have to surrender her. And that means she won't be our dog anymore, ever. The tears, the hurt, the pain. Oh my goodness, I'm crying again thinking about it. It just came flooding for my little 10-year-old. Dealing with loss. Great loss. Yeah, she'd lost fish before. But... The fish pain wasn't like this. I mean, she had funerals and I think she celebrated at those funerals. I kid you not. She was singing and clapping and praising along. This was different. Totally different. Maybe it was the more responsibility. Maybe it was the size. Maybe it's because she's always wanted a dog. I need tissue. Hold on. So, sorry. Well, in the microphone, grabbing the tissues here. But it was different. So as we continued to drive towards the vet, because we're almost out of time, I said, so mommy and daddy, and she interrupted and she said, I already know what I want to do. I want to surrender her. I want them to save Minnie. And I began to cry uncontrollably because she got it. Our, Our baby girl realized something bigger than us as much as she loved Minnie and wanted to keep Minnie with us. She'd rather to have many have a better chance at life, at living. So she was willing to give her up. Isn't that beautiful? When you love something so much that you're willing to give it up so that it can be better. Oh my goodness, that speaks beyond any pet loss or any thing you're going through your life. When you think about it, sometimes you've, you've got to give it up for something better. So... That's what we did. We went back to the vet's office and it was hard, y'all. It was so hard. They were expecting us. We went inside and the nurse helping us happened to also be named Reagan. So she said, hi, Reagan. I've heard about you. My name's Reagan too. And it made my Reagan smile. As she held her, she said, can I just hold her for a little while? And they said, yes. And she said, I want to go over paperwork with your mom. And I felt like I was going through an adoption process. Not that I've ever been through one. More tissue, sorry. But I honestly didn't even read through all the lines. I knew what she had told me. And as she said it, I think it started to hit Reagan more. And she kind of looked mad at me because they said, you can't check on her. We won't tell you if she made it through surgery. We won't tell you if she made it through the weekend or even through the night. You can't call up here. You can't come back. And then Reagan said, well, when she makes it through, because she was claiming it by faith, when she makes it through, what are you going to do with her if we can't have her back? And they said, well, if there's an elderly person who's in need of a dog, we will give it to that elderly person. And then if that's not the case, we will give her to a local shelter. And Reagan said, mommy, can we search the shelters and look for Minnie? And we've been doing that every day since surrendering her. And I said, yes, baby, we can. We will search the shelters. And I asked, I said, does that include Tri-City Animal Care, which is a shelter in our neighborhood? And they said, yes, it does. So we said, okay. We signed over the papers. We said our goodbyes. And we left. 
many for a final time. That was the hardest Friday of our lives. Saturday was super hard. That Sunday, we already had an event planned at our house where my husband was having guests come over. And you know what? Everybody wanted to see or talk about was our dog. And she was gone. All of my daughter's friends for the next week or two. How's your puppy? How's your dog? It's like losing a loved one. And she was our loved one. You have to tell people what happened over and over again. Thanks to social media, it makes it a little easier to do so that we can just tell everybody once out in the open, this is what happened. This is what's going on in our lives. And I am amazed by the outpouring of love and support we received after that. I mean, we went to social media to share when we got her. So I had to go to social media to tell everybody when she was gone from our lives because I wanted to make it a little bit easier for my daughter if I could so that people would already know and not ask or be looking for her because my daughter had already planned trips for her. She was going to be attending every single dance competition in Texas and anywhere we went throughout the country, Minnie was getting ready to go. But she's gone from our lives. Hopefully she's brightening someone else's. We don't know. But for that one week, we were blessed with joy from a little dog we called Minnie who had a major impact on our lives. And as I was saying with social media, I cannot believe the hundreds, hundreds of people who wrote to us with condolences and love and support and those who shared their stories with me privately and publicly about their loss and their grief and what their pet meant to them and what they went through. So hopefully reaching out here on our podcast, fighting through the tears is helping me like therapy <laughs> be able to talk about, but hopefully it's helping others who are grieving the loss of an animal in your life, whatever it may be, dog, cat, or even fish. And I'm sure at some point we will be happy and ready and willing to have another little puppy in our lives right now. Not so much, but I just want you to know if you're going through what we we went through, you're not alone and everything is going to be okay. And if you're listening and you have inherited Minnie, we hope and pray that you are taking great care of that little dog because she sure took great care of us in those few short days. Thank you for listening to my sandwich mom life. I'll be back with hopefully a happier story next time.